Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my awesome co-host, partner in crime, Donna Lee. Hmm, we should talk about the, that partner in crime bit every now and again. You know, it's funny, this show can be done without me. <laughs> it is never done without you, though. That is called job security in my world. <laughs> You're the only one that knows where the bodies Buttons, are hidden. <laughs> that's right. That's the crime partner in crime part. <laughs> uh, I'm a board-certified urologist. This is a men's health show. Uh, we have topics largely related to urology on this show, but we have had amazing guests on it that talk about a number of topics such as eyes, ears, nose, noses, butts, GI system stuff, feet. We had the podiatrist on. We had a psychiatrist on. A lot of times we have sex therapy and psychiatry on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our own practice, our group is called NAU Urology Specialists. Make Mm -hmm. it complicated enough so that you can remember it. (laughs) We have 13 active uh, providers in the clinic that range from uh, pelvic floor physical therapy to physician assistants to nurse practitioners to four awesome, well-trained and incredible physicians mm-hmm. that are here to help take care of you. I am one of those doctors. Are you? I'm a board-certified urologist. With a fake name. And you are certifiable. <laughs> it is my real name, mm-hmm. not gimmicky. We're still Which angry. I've been accused of. It's been like two years and we're still upset about that. What an odd name to pretend your name is. <laughs> what was your other name going to be? Dr. Longfellow. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's because everybody said that Dr. Chop... <laughs> And Dr. Les Wang were doctors they wanted to go to. I said, don't go to Les Wang or Dr. Chop. Go to Dr. Longfellow. <laughs> I don't think we'll get that bleeped they, out even. I think it'll be bleeped out. But for those of you who hear it, we apologize. <laughs> and you're welcome. And you're welcome. So there you go. Well, they asked me why I became a urologist. I tell them it's for the jokes. <laughs> Not because I was particularly funny. Uh, Donna, if people want to send their complaints or they would like <laughs> to uh, ask us a question or come see us as a patient, where do they go? That's right. You send your complaints to nowhere.com and you can call us at <laughs> 512-238-0762. Our website, as you know, is armormenshealth.com. Our email address for these amazing questions, of which we have many sitting in the queue, is armormenshealth at gmail.com. So, you know, our medical practice is no different than others during this difficult time of readjusting to the, the challenges that pandemic has caused. Uh, mm-hmm. So so those of you trying to get an appointment with us, those of you trying to call us and get on the phone lines, mm-hmm. I assure you, it's not because we don't love you that we're having a tough time getting to you. It is really <sighs> just because it's been so difficult to accommodate everybody's needs as quickly as we want. But if you email us and you have a tough problem or you have an emergency that needs to be seen, then we usually will try to accommodate you ASAP. And and uh, I like, I'm very proud of the fact that we tend to be a very responsible organization. So, uh, Donna, why don't you give us a question? That's right. We have a really good question about a hydrocelectomy. Did I say that right? I think... You did. Oh, okay. Uh, bilateral procedure to remove hydrocele sacs above both testes. So this person is very detailed, and I'm very excited about helping him. Um, he said his left sac measurement was 4 inches by 2.5, uh, egg-shaped, extra large. The right sac measurement was 2 inches by 1.5 inches, egg-shaped also, so medium to smallish. Uh, the procedure was done, went smoothly. He said initial bandages and support were left for two and a half days. Antibiotics were fine for five days. And so he gets into the nitty-gritty. Day six, 
which was pretty recently. Upon inspection, I noticed that the right testicle was enlarged about twice the size of of original. I began resuming some normal activities with caution. Day seven, the right testicle had gotten even bigger overnight and enlarged to the size of a large hydrocele that I had removed from the left side, approximately four inches by two and a half inches. Left testicle has reduced to normal and is healing perfectly. Day nine, I followed up with his urologist. He said, today's the follow-up with my urologist. Right testicle is this still the same size as day seven. Still having some pain through pelvic area on that side. Did have some bleeding from the incision and reapplied bandage. Minor, but probably caused by much bigger size. Here's the urologist um, consult and assessment. The urologist addressed my concerns and stated that occasionally due to trauma that the testicle can develop fluid around it as a response or eventually over time, the fluid will be absorbed into the body and it will return to normal. Follow up in six weeks. So day 12, the last part, right testicle still enlarged with no reduction. Although pain has subsided and bruising has lessened, I'm still concerned about the size. The reason for the surgery in the first place was to remove the large mass on the left side that had become cumbersome. Now I have the same new mass on the right side. Looking for advice. So first we'll start with just what is a, what is a hydrocele. Uh, as a general rule, a hydrocele is a fluid sac that forms around the testicle. We all know that as you get bigger, your balls kind of hang lower. Mm. Or maybe you don't know that. Uh, it depends. But I've seen it often. But if it's if, if it feels like that you're carrying around like an orange down there, that's something that can can often be due to what's called a hydrocele, which is a fluid sac around the testicle. What causes the fluid? The fluid that is actually the same fluid that is made in our abdomen that helps the intestines slosh around because hmm. the the lining of the uh, of this sac is the exact same lining that lines our belly. And so the body naturally makes some fluid and then absorbs it, makes some and absorbs it. Mm-hmm. But if that if that link or that that uh, you know that that the process of absorbing and and um, and secreting is off, then mm-hmm. the then the hydrocele will form. Okay. Now, fortunately, they're not painful. So if you have a painful testicle that's enlarged, that's something that's an emergency. We call that an, an acute scrotum here in our office. Right. Uh, get not you just in. acute scrotum, but an <laughs> acute scrotum. It's so cute. Uh, uh, if you if you have if you have uh, a hydrocele, uh, we can remove it. Now, interestingly, this. Uh, two things make me think that this is not exactly a hydrocele. Number one is he said it was above this testicle. Mm-hmm. If you have something above the testicle, that's called a spermatocele, and that's a little cyst that grows off the epididymis. Oh. Uh, and that also happens commonly, and they can get up to a couple inches big. The biggest hydrocele I've ever taken out was over 30 centimeters. That's a foot. Stop it. It's a foot big. B- below the testicle? N- around the testicle. Around the testicle. And we can frequently see those that are that big. And What do you do with that? You do the same thing. It's just a much bigger operation. The spermatoceles. drain it, right? No, we cut open and we cut the sac out. Oh, I see. Because if you just stick a needle in it, it'll, it'll come, come back. back. It'll oh, come I remember back. that from before. And so uh, when we do the spermatoceles, uh, we make an incision, go in there, find the cyst and remove it. Sometimes mm. if people have multiple cysts on their testicle, I have to remove the entire epididymis. It's called an epididymectomy. It's that an, doesn't equal cancer. These are not, cysts. These are cysts. are fluid-filled. Okay. I also do the epididymectomy for people with chronic pain after a vasectomy. So I mentioned as many times as I can that if you're out there and you've had a vasectomy and you're in pain, you need to come in and see us. Mm-hmm. Hydrocele's can form after a hernia repair also. So if you had a hernia repair, <laughs> an inguinal hernia repair, and then now your testicle was big or it hurts, mm-hmm. that's another thing that we can take care of and see. And every time I mention it on the show, we get at least a couple people that call us and tell us that they had post hernia or post vasectomy related discomfort. Right. Um, now why would it get swollen again? Well, the most common reason that I see is not benign fluid 
around the testicle, but a blood clot. So a hematoma can form in mm. the scrotum or around the testicle. And that can resolve, but sometimes doesn't. So hmm. the six-week or 12-week time frame that was put on this patient for a complete healing, I think, is completely accurate. Okay. I do something in the cases that uh, probably puts me in the minority, which is I put a drain in, like a little plastic tube to take any fluid or blood that may collect okay. out. The problem in this case is that his hematoma if that's what it is, formed six days after his surgery and my drain would have been long gone by then. Right. So um, those are things that we think about. Getting back to physical activity with lifting and stuff like that too early after a surgery like that can certainly lead to that kind of problem. Mm. But it really does go to show a really important lesson, which is that no matter what kind of surgical procedure you have, your doctor is going to give you the best case scenario on what to expect in terms of recovery. Mm -hmm. But the body itself all kind of bodily healing processes form kind of a, 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 an easily predictable time course mm -hmm. that rarely is shorter than 12 weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> it takes, it takes time for your body to like right. recognize it had an injury, you know, accommodate what you did to change the body and then to heal itself. Mm -hmm. We are so lucky that we have these bodies because honestly, if everything was just left up to the sutures that I put in or the surgery that I did, and we didn't rely on the body's healing process, mm -hmm. recoveries would be much longer and outcomes wouldn't be as good. Makes sense. So for this particular listener, I would say that 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 um, a prolonged course of 6 to 12 weeks after a, a, any kind of scrotal surgery to get back to normal is completely normal. Mm -hmm. uh, but if something persists, a ball or a mass or a swelling after that 12-week period, I've rarely seen those go away. So uh, if you go, you know, four months, three months, four months after surgery and something is still wrong, uh, then then it's probably going to stay wrong and may need to be a, re a revision for something. Okay. Uh, but when it comes to uh, surgery, uh, you know, despite being a surgeon and loving surgeons and <laughs> loving surgery. Um, you say that word. You there, is, there is no guarantee, unfortunately, right. uh, despite all of our skill, because we, we are ultimately each patient, each body part is a little different. So this is not something for Dr. Pimple Popper. This is not. Please don't get anybody <laughs> to pop that thing. <laughs> How do people get a hold of us or send us more questions? You can send your questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. You can listen to our podcasts where they are free wherever you listen to podcasts. And our website is armormenshealth.com where you can see Dr. Mystery's very real face um, at armormenshealth.com and learn all about our services and our other providers. Thank you so much for listening and send your questions. We'll be happy to answer them anonymously. Thank you, everyone. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. <laughs> 